This is Radio Maria, and this is our new programme, Summer Testimonies from Walsingham. Join Diane Redmond and myself, Robert Tickle, in hearing some recorded testimonies from the National Shrine of Our Lady of Walsingham. In this programme, we'll discuss what is a pilgrimage, what are pilgrims, and perhaps we can share your story as well. Please email us at info at radiomariaengland.uk. We would love to get you on the show this summer. You can also join in the conversation by calling into the studio on this number 0203 I'll say that again 0203 This show is live on Wednesdays at 11am and the studio phone will not be on during the rebroadcast. So Let's begin our programme with a prayer. Robert, could you do that? Yes, certainly. And bearing in mind the people over the centuries that have come to Walsingham and come uh, today, um, I will say the prayer called the Memorare. <clears throat> Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help or sought thy intercession, was left unaided, Inspired by this confidence, we fly to thee, O Virgin of Virgins, our Mother. To thee we come, before thee we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not our petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer us. Amen. Amen. I'm get, I've been getting into the habit of visiting Walsingham regularly through the summer with you, Robert. So this week, well, this weekend, when we didn't go, I rather missed it. How about you? Did you miss it? Yes, I did, actually. I mean, um, there was a long pause when I didn't come, nearly two years, because of the pandemic. Oh, yes. But it's been, it's been so lovely going regularly, just getting the feel of the place, meeting people, uh, and, in fact, the opportunity to pray, and uh, without the normal rush if you just come down for, for a day very occasionally. So, uh, and, and, you know, I should be there this Saturday, but I'm looking forward to possibly taking groups of people myself uh, in the autumn. So, Absolutely. Oh, really? what, what, what are you planning? Are you going to take little little groups of pilgrimages yourself? Yes, yes, indeed. Um, nothing formal. Um, I, a couple of years ago, uh, I went with um, uh, three, yeah, two students and uh, a friend of mine who was a convert, and something similar. Um, I haven't just, I haven't actually uh, got particular people yet, but some in mind and some have expressed an interest. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do that. But have you, uh, is this passion for Walsingham, I mean, I'm asking this question because it's never out of my mind. Um, have you ever thought of moving there? I mean, up in, you know, just actually literally buying buying or renting property and living there? Oh, many times, yes. <laughs> I, think, um, I, I think it's almost impossible. I think it's a real closed shop. I, I mean, I went into this, believe me. I've, I've oh, have you? Oh, yes. Um, the, the, the rentals, are, quite rightly, I agree with this, are only for the locals. Um, oh, right. They don't want to be overrun with second homers, which is really good. And property, when it does come on the market, is snapped up. Yes, so, yeah, this is... Well, I should have got into this years ago. I mean, when I was um, 
Years ago, when I was teaching, I, I, I nearly always spent half terms at uh, Walsingham. Uh, I had a friend, uh, still lives in Norwich, actually, uh, and I would uh, see him, uh, but also uh, just be around when uh, visiting pilgrims came. Often, of course, um, priests that I knew uh, bringing their um, parish groups. So it was just nice to join in with them, absolutely. But uh, sort of living there, yes, <laughs> over the years I've thought of that. Delightful place to live and just think, yeah. you know, yeah. you could be attached to the shrine and, you know, what a wonderful prayer life you'd have. And also you, you could get involved in voluntary work and, um, I mean, there's a cafe there that's empty that's, you know, at the moment they're trying to find people to run the cafe. And oh, you just right. think, I mean, you know, there's an opportunity. Um, and, and hundreds of pilgrims in need of some, a cup of tea and a, you know, a sandwich, but I hope it does happen this summer. I mean, there is a pop-up cafe, so at least yes. you get water and ice cream. Oh, but when the cafe was, the the, the big cafe was open, I mean, it was really good and uh, they sold very good things and you could sit down, it, you know, it was part of the experience, really. It's marvellous. Mm, it really is. And also they've got a nice um, arrangement of picnic tables outside. Um, so people sharing food and chatting, is, that's always nice. Very, that, I mean, that seems to be part of it. I mean, certainly um, when we were there a fortnight ago, um, there was a lot of, um, uh, I'm not sure if they were Tamils, but uh, there was a group who'd arranged to come, very large group of people, not on a formal pilgrimage, but uh, they'd come, they went to Mass, uh, and they were having picnics afterwards, and they were sort of meeting old friends. That's another part of it, you know, um, uh, I used to go on the Anglican National Pilgrimage, and again, you saw people, perhaps that you'd been at university with, you know, people from parishes and so on. It's very much, uh, you know, the the social side mm. is is, is uh, important. It, it's not a retreat. I mean, yes, you can go on retreat at Walsingham, which is a wonderful thing uh, to do, but um, pilgrimage is, is is essentially, if you read uh, Chaucer. You know, historically, it's been a time for people to go together and share their experiences. It is wonderful. I mean, it can take you something like an hour just to get across the lawn. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> he the world and his dog. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Shall we hear our first testament? Yes, indeed. Right. Let's let's uh, let's let's go into it. Now, this one is uh, Sarah Taylor. Uh, it's got a really interesting title. It's called Not All Pilgrims Walk, Some Just Drive, which must be quite reassuring for some people who don't want to walk the Holy Mile. Let's hear it. Well, Father Peter, you're studying in Rome at the moment. I am, yes. Uh, but your priest of the Diocese of East Anglia. I am. One year anniversary last Sunday. Yeah. And were you on this great walk? I was, yes. So Where, where did you join them? So I, from the very beginning, from Ely. So I've um, I've done a lot of the, the things with the youth service for the Diocese, even sort of before I was yes. a seminarian. Um, and Hamish knew that there was, there was space on the walk for a, for a priest of the Diocese to come along with us. 
Um, so he called me and I said, yeah, definitely is what we want to do. We'd, I was on the diocesan pilgrimage to Santiago oh, fantastic. three or four years ago. So I, I, I sort of knew more or less what I was signing up for, but you know, fewer hills and less sort of Spanish summer heat. But yes, I yes. have to say this was a bit easier um, on, on the body. Um, yeah, it's it great to be here. Yeah, yeah. And what does Walsingham mean to you? I've been coming to Walsingham for years. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, uh, like, for me, most importantly, is um, uh, sort of a place of where my sort of vocation really developed yeah, and, yeah. and grew. And um, I always, I've, I've spoken before about how sort of sometimes when that flame of vocation was wick, sort of flickering and wavering, perhaps a little, yes. I'd have come to the sort of the, the stillness of Walsingham. Um, and yeah, by Our Lady's intercession, be strengthened in that vocation. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, um, yeah, I've, I've always said sort of my, my vocation persevered because of my devotion yeah, yeah. to this place yeah, and yeah. the graces I've received here. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that it really you can is. just top up. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You just come it's here. A, and, it's just like yeah. coming for an MOT. Absolutely. And this yeah. is and a good <laughs> message. And this is a good message to our listeners, isn't it? To come to Walsingham. And, it's a great you know. message. Yeah, yeah. 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 Message. And if their faith is a bit dry. Yeah. 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 We ought to let you finish your oh, lunch. Well, thank you, thank you very much indeed, Father. But, but something I would add to our listeners is um, it's not too crowded. It's not... Um, you don't feel at all under any pressure from anybody. It's very relaxed. It's very comfortable. The shop's closed. Uh, the cafe's closed. So but we've got a pop-up cafe. But there is a pop-up cafe. But <laughs> most people bring their own food and share it. But bear that in mind when you do come. that was not Sarah Taylor she'll be coming up later uh that was Father Peter uh talking about his vocation um starting in Walsingham and he was one of the walkers who did um who walked the English way the 70 mile walk and he was he was actually hearing confessions along the way just like you said Chaucer um what you were saying Robert about um Chaucer's um you know, processions and what went on there, uh, discussions and, and you know, receiving the sacraments. It's incredible. Absolutely. And and I think when you're with a group of people, your personality comes out. And, and um, I mean, that you know, I mean, the classic example is the Canterbury Tales, how um, uh, the different people telling their tales, it says something about them. And, you know, talking to the young people who've been with Father Peter, that came over too. Mm -hmm. uh, that They'd got to know each other, you know. Um, I, For instance, um, uh, one one uh, young lady said, oh, I'm shy, I don't, I, I, I couldn't possibly interview. And, and her friends were saying, you, shy, you know, and she had a big beaming smile. And, you know, they interacted. And I think that... That that happens on pilgrimage too, but I mean I think the effect on the individual. I think Father Peter very much strengthened uh, in his vocation by coming to Walsingham, and I think you know although he's already a priest and he's studying, he's a theologian. Um, I think he gained from being with the young people as well. There was there was a, a superb interaction there. Oh, there, there there was such bonding that happens along the way, and they all said that. The other thing is. Um, I think if you were, if you travel together as pilgrims, it's really hard to separate. You know, yes, you, you yes. have this terrible pull at the end where you just you could see they wanted to stay together, um, and they had that final meal in the in the hostel. That's um, right. But it must be a real sort of 
readjustment in your mind, just going back to normal life. But you have been topped up. You know, you've had, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit and Our Lady beside you. I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Now, our next testimony is um, Patrick. Do you remember him? Absolutely, Rob? yes. Uh, he's uh, volunteering there over the summer. He's a student and is uh, thinking of his vocation with the uh, Franciscans. And, in fact, he explains there's different types of Franciscans. He explains that, uh, and he's already in touch with them. And, of course, uh, that Franciscan order is present in Walsingham. They also have a house in Oxford, the Greyfriars. Oh, um, yeah. And so he's been working with them, but also working with the pilgrim pilgrims. Last week we had uh, another young man who's uh, there over the summer as a volunteer, um, and Patrick really seriously thinking about his own location. I know it's a fascinating testimony. Let's let's have a listen. So this is Patrick, sorry, and Patrick's here for New Dawn and has been here before. So you were just saying about homeschooling. Yeah, um, so about three years ago my parents took the decision to take uh, five of my siblings, so there's seven of us, five yeah. of my siblings, out of the state education Goodness. Uh, for morality reasons, things like sex education, um, and homeschool them really. Was that through Regina Cheney? Uh, no, but um, my siblings are doing the Mother of Divine Grace. Okay. Uh, home Education Board, which is an American thing. Um, and they're very, very happy with it. Me and my younger brother, who's 21, we, we never did homeschooling. Oh, you uh, didn't? No, we went to a normal state school. Um, and it wasn't really on my parents' radar back then. Um, but as time progressed and the infiltration of smartphones and yeah. Instagram culture and things like that yeah. um, especially my mum she found that there could be a great evil yeah, with yeah. that side yeah, of yeah. things and my, my parents really wanted to preserve my, my younger siblings innocence yes. and yeah. are you the eldest? I'm the eldest oh you are yeah I'm, I'm 22 and you're at the University of East Anglia I'm at the University of East Anglia I study French language and I graduate next year and I hope to enter the conventional Franciscans oh, gosh. Um, yes. in Oxford. Marvellous. Why, um, why the Franciscans? I'm you know, just interested. Sure. What, what, charism, what of their charism attracts you? Um, I would say their vows of poverty, chastity yeah. and obedience I find very inspiring. We also have very inspiring uh, Franciscans here at the Shrine. Oh, you do, actually? Yes. We do. Yes. And um, I would argue that Franciscan spirituality is the purest form of Catholicism, yeah, yeah. the purest form of Christianity. Because if you look at the life of St. Francis, um, he was so radical and he, he, he did so much in his life that he really purified the church from within without having a major reformation. Yeah, yeah. And his influence really 
um, spread across Europe and the world in such a short amount of time that I like to think of him as kind of a medieval Jesus, yes, in a yes. sense. That's a really, really good. That's fantastic. Or something like that. Have you been to San Damiano? Have you been? To I, I've never been to Assisi. Oh, you get ready mm. to blow your mind. Uh, well, I've been to Assisi. Have you been there? I've never been. Oh, I've not can been you to imagine Assisi? what you're going to fall apart when you get never, there? Yeah, 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 I've heard. Well, my. Um, uh, my auntie and uncle, who are kind of humanists, they went to Assisi for their honeymoon. And although they don't believe in God, they thought that it was an amazing place of yes. spirituality and peace and things like that. But two weeks ago, I visited the uh, Oxford Formation House. Yes. And that, that was really, Grey really Friars, beautiful. Yes. Yep, the Grey Friars. Was and that, that for your interview? That was for my interview. Um, Did you get through? Uh, not yet. It's because I need another interview in October. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. Good. Yes. Um, I've met some of them. They're great. Yeah, oh, yeah. they are very good. Um, but no. So I'm just finishing my my studies in, in French yes. language at the moment. I'm meant to be um, on my study abroad at the moment, but because of Brexit oh, okay. um, oh, yeah, and because of coronavirus, uh, I'm still here for now. I was meant to go last September. What do you do here, because you're volunteering over the yeah, summer, yeah. What, what do you do uh, um, as a volunteer? Ma mainly I steward at Holy Communion, yeah. uh, but I also welcome pilgrims who come in. They may ask me questions about the shrine and I'm, I'm very happy to yeah, um, yeah. answer them. And I, I, I liaise a lot with Monsignor Moja yeah, yeah. and the other friars. Um, so quite a lot really. Monitoring communion here outside yeah. must be a nightmare, I mean with all due respect. It can be a nightmare but um, I'm quite a, I'm someone who really thrives off uh, rules and regulations. Good. <laughs> so if someone is out of place then I'll tell them look you need yes. to sort of pick up on that person. Yeah. Um, but in truth it, the, the, it's got a lot better over the past few months but we're so grateful to have people who are finally oh. coming back to the shrine. Back, yes. um, I remember there was a dry period of about 10 months oh, during the first yeah, lockdown. So no one came. I know, I mean, I, I, I was here once and there was only me yeah. Yeah. in the rain. Yeah, really it wasn't very pleasant. Well, it, actually there's something very lovely about it because I felt so um, out of sync with everything yeah. that it, it, felt, it felt right to be here. Yeah. It gave me some comfort. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, Coming here three years ago, I really have a, a very, a very deep relationship with Our Lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, partly thanks to the Franciscans, but also just opening myself up to um, what, what you know, uh, Our Lady can can do in one's life. Um, and also, I'd say the same with my mum as well. She was. Um, She's a convert. She used to be a Baptist. My mum's side of the family are Baptists. Um, so we've we've kind of come through that same journey of of um, really experiencing Our Lady in a special way. And now I can't go a whole day without saying a rosary or, yeah, yeah. or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's an amazing thing. And do you find it very powerful to be able to say the rosary at Walton? I do. I do. This is the this is the centre of. Uh, English Catholicism. Yes, yes, absolutely. and it's a major absolutely. shrine. Yeah, so yeah. it's amazing. Well, uh, but it's so fine. also it's weirdly understated. Yeah. I yes. mean, it, you know, you've got you've got everybody having lunch, everybody sharing yes. lunch, yeah. people in the shopping. People, it's just it's so relaxed. Yeah, it is. It, it really, really is. And it was the first shrine of Our Lady, I, I, we're told. 
in Europe. Yes. Before Lords, Fatima and all the rest. Yeah, you it know, was. It's, um, and you think, you know, I did the walk today, you know, set the Rosary walk. Mm-hmm. It's I lovely, said, that walk. It is, isn't it? I love it. And I, but I just was so aware that, you know, a thousand years ago, 500 years ago, people were praying yeah. along that way. Yeah. You know? It's amazing to think that everyone from sort of King Henry VIII to the poorest pauper in England, yes. Erasmus, they all came. Yes. They all came to this, this part. That's really amazing. Yes. And in, nine, in right around about 1890, that was a cow shed. Yes. Yeah. So thank goodness for... Uh, Catholic emancipation. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, absolutely. And, and it's such a... You know, people who come, you know, people we can talk to, you know, it, it is such a powerful witness in their lives coming here, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much for your time. It's yes, thank you. Absolute pleasure. And we'll follow your vocation. Yeah, we thank will. Thank you very much. We will. Thanks a lot. Well, what an extraordinary man that was. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, and, and, you know, it is lovely actually to follow people's vocations. Uh, I mean, there was a Dominican recently ordained, uh, and I knew him in, when he was at uh, university, and then I sort of followed through. And it would be very interesting to um, follow Patrick on that journey. I mean, I, I, I love the fact that he said there, there's hardly a day, uh, he can't go a day without saying the rosary. And I just, I mean, that's so wonderful to think, you know, when we're not there, um, he and others are praying. And I think. You know, mm-hmm. that's a great witness, isn't it? It is. And, uh, that, you know, he was so young. I mean, you know, just but the dedication in him and the and the focus. That was interesting that he and his brother, the eldest of seven children, they went to the local comprehensive. And then his mum became concerned about um, the effect of Instagram and smartphone. Um, and uh, withdrew the remaining five children from school and, and homeschooled them. That's a huge commitment. It is. I, I know other people who do it. There's a group in Bedford who do it. Not enti- They've got a hybrid scheme. I mentioned Regina Chaley there, uh, and they have so many days a week with Regina Chaley, which has its own programme, uh, and then I some at home. Have- how does that work, Robert? I've never, I've never, I'm not aware of that. I don't know a lot about it, but um, uh, there's videos about it. I know the person who runs it, uh, and I think um, they have very dedicated uh, teachers. They're qualified teachers, uh, and they have certain lessons. I th- probably two or three days a week with Regina Chaley, and then other days uh, they're at home. But again, sort of guided. I mean, it must be very difficult. Mm-hmm even if you're a qualified teacher, to actually teach your own children. With younger ones, I think you can manage it. Um, And certainly the Regina Cheney programme in Bedford is uh, younger children. It becomes difficult, of course, for senior age groups, where obviously for science subjects you need laboratories and so on, you know? Yes, yes. And, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, the A-level results were out yesterday. Um, O-level GCSE results will be out really soon. 
um, you know, all that kind of um, bureaucracy, I suppose you have to just marry into that and make sure that you're on, on that you know, on that agenda so that um, the children don't miss out. It, it just sounds... I, I I personally don't think I could do it. No, I, mean, I, I, I could. Having said that, there are some wonderful Catholic schools, both within the state sector yeah. uh, and also the wonderful schools run by the Jesuits and the Benedictines, you know, which have... Um, uh, you know, when we talk about morality, I think the Jesuit schools in particular... Um, have very, very high principles about serving the world and also examining yourself, you know, the Ignatian approach yeah. to education. I'd like uh, to pick... Sorry, oh, go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, talking about that, um, I was just thinking about the... the um, is it Youth 2000, which is being... Um, it's an ample fourth this year, isn't it? It is, yes. And I, mean, I think youth... You know, anybody, any young person listening, Youth 2000... Is absolutely superb, and uh, um, you know, uh, highly devotional, but um, very instructive. Good catechesis, uh, and again, a great sense of fellowship. How long is that? Is that a long weekend or a whole week? Uh, I th- it two days, two days. I'm told from from this end, uh, but really good. Uh, sometimes it's been longer. I'd like to pick up on one thing that uh, Patrick said that. Um, he was a former Baptist. Mm. Uh, a friend of mine was a uh, former evangelical. Uh, I'm former Anglican, although I was a high church Anglican. Um, but it's not a, it's not that unusual for people to come from uh, a very definite Protestant um, background to the Catholic Church. If I can tell the story of one person, a Dominican actually, who's now at Oxford. Um, I met him when he was a novice at Cambridge. And um, he said the big, um, the, the, the thing that stopped him at first was the role of Our Lady, because uh-huh. it's not something he had as a Baptist. And very interesting how he came around from that. He said that um, looking at the Old Testament, because he was actually training as a Baptist minister for a while. So he, he knew his Bible. And uh, he said that in the Old Testament, the um, uh, the wives of the kings were often harlots. You know, some of the kings in the Old Testament were a bit naughty, let's be, let's be honest. And uh, they, they would have several wives. But the mother of the king was highly respected and interceded for the people uh, to the king. And uh, his reasoning became, if the mother of the kings in the Old Testament could intercede for the people... Why can't the mother of the king of kings uh, intercede for the people? And uh, um, it, it was that that brought him to um, accept honour to Our Lady, and he's got a great devotion to Our Lady. And, and like like all the young Dominicans, he has so much to contribute. He has his Bible knowledge uh, uh, and, uh, you know, great devotion. What a, but that, so it was that parallel that actually swung it for him he Absolutely. thought yeah yeah he could follow the line of logic in that how interesting yeah yeah and as a biblical scholar you know that appealed to him you know good <laughs> right we're on to our next testament we've got quite quite a lot a lot um a lot of wonderful testimonies this week um i think the next one is camilla 
um, and Camilla did the walk, um, which um, started in uh, Ely, finished in Walsingham, and she was part of the that group. She also did the walk last year. She'll tell you about it now. on the first walk which was October when it never never stopped raining yes we did how was this one well strangely we, we always when we were planning it we, we had great ideas of blue sky and how we were going to be really hot and it's been extremely rainy uh, but not that the rain really matters but we've had a lot of rain we were we were putting up our tents in the rain and we were soaked uh, most days actually but look at the sky now I know. it's beautiful yeah it's our lady <laughs> she does that um, but the difference is you, you were camping this time, and last time. So Camilla yeah. did the walk in October with Charles, yes, which yes. was the first walk. This is Robert Tickle. My Hello. Friend. Okay. Yeah. And how many times did you camp? I mean, how, you know, how many stops did you have? Well, we had three nights, and actually um, we girls were given a gym on the second night, so we didn't have yes. to get the actual tent out. And that was wonderful. We were in the beautiful convent, which um, Sacred Heart Convent in Swaffham, um, which... It just it's all just fallen into place there's a family of wonderful girls who've come on this pilgrimage um they have brothers but the brothers didn't come this time and it's that family i think kieran can help me with this because he knows more about it but they have um because of the how much the nuns cared about who took on the convent. oh is this the, the nuns at swaffham yes it yes, is. Yes. 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 yes yes and you know they they obviously cared and prayed about it and along came this remarkable family which we've been lucky enough to to, to meet on this pilgrimage they just came to us and and they've been really vibrant and fun on it That's and did you say. have prayers on the journey yes we did i mean they they, they the taught me these girls how to sing the divine mercy which i've never done before in fact you ought to really hear them do it um so to give people a flavor of it you know and they they're also um connected with the neo cats oh right are they yeah so this they, group are they are alive and alight they really are yes you say about the neo cats i don't know a lot about them um i know they have their own um <coughs> vocations they have um students at uh, allen hall and other seminaries um and um they're very vibrant like new dawn i'm not sure if they're actually charismatic but they uh, attract a lot of young families um uh, very vibrant very lively um and, you know, as we said before, there's so many different ways of being Catholic. Yes, you know, wonderful high mass, Westminster Cathedral choir. I mean, I absolutely love it. Um, and, you know, Latin. Um, then there's New Dawn, the charismatic. Um, Neocats are yet another um, approach. Very orthodox in theology, but I think their worship is quite relaxed and modern. So, again, uh, they, they, they offer things to many people. And uh, it was interesting to meet somebody there who was associated with them, as well as the people from New Dawn. 
and singing along the way. It was just a lovely idea. There was uh, the, what were they singing the. Uh, Divine Mercy, did she say? Yes, yes, they were. And, uh, and of course, uh, listeners who um, would like to know more about the Divine Mercy, we have it on Radio Maria at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon after the rosary. So, oh, uh, guys, <laughs> I've got a special treat for you. Do you want to hear them singing? Yes, I've yes got, absolutely. Uh, we've got on the Ignite team's Facebook uh, page, you can see them walking with Our Lady of Walsingham and singing. So, shall, oh, would you fantastic. guys like to listen? Absolutely, yeah. yes. All right, here we go. Let's see. Let's see Thank if you. I can get it back going. So there you go. It was it was faint, but it was you can you hear them the, just the trudging on, trudging on, and how the song went on with the prayer. And, Lovely. And I'm carrying the statue. Yeah, yeah. With the statue, yes. They they had that with them in the evening. Um, they had a prayer session in the garden of Walsingham with the statue. I only stayed for a little bit because I didn't want to be an interloper. They were very much showing their experiences, and I, but I did say it was lovely to have been with them, and I was inspired by them. So there they were, you know, uh, singing, um, praising our Lord in the divine mercy, uh, um, asking for the mercy of God, with Mary at the centre. I mean, absolutely wonderful. I and. Some of them had never been on pilgrimage before, but, uh, you know, they were inspired and, and it's, it's just wonderful to see how the prayers of Our Lady had brought them together and, and hopefully will be an inspiration for their whole lives. Absolutely. What about you, our Radio Maria community? Have you gone on a pilgrimage and found yourself being blessed or experiencing your own miracle? Please call us 0203. 7818423. We would love to hear about your experiences in Walsingham. We really would. Let's move on to our next testimony. Tell me what you do then with uh, um, Ignite. So I'm the mission team leader, um, so we go into schools and parishes yeah, and fantastic. run events and spend time with young people um, sharing the gospel message in whatever ways we can. superb, yes. And are you attached to a parish or a particular area? No, so we're attached to the Diocese of East Anglia, so yeah. we travel all around Norfolk, Suffolk, Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. Um, all the different towns and villages and cities. Yeah. Have you walked the whole pilgrimage with Camilla? Um, I have done, yes. yes. So started from Faithenham? E yeah, from Ely. All the way oh, from Ely. Ely. Yeah, yeah. And you're shattered? Fairly tired now. <laughs> well, <laughs> Looking forward to a bed this evening. Yeah, I bet you are. We'll leave you to have the, a nice Thank you very day. much, Kieran. Thank you, that's good. wonderful the way people just arrive on foot or by coach loads come with the parish come with the family come by the bus load it's just amazing it really is so touching 
It is. and But even if you go on your own, you very quickly get drawn in to the groups that are there. And, uh, you know, you don't feel lonely if you go to Walsingham. Oh, no, you don't feel lonely at all. Uh, anything but, actually. Um, oh, but right. Kieran um, and those uh, youth workers, they do so much work with the young. I mean, you, they go into schools, they go into churches, they organise events. I mean, they'll be there... They'll be there most of the week um, at New Dawn. They will. And and, uh, uh, if I could give a little advert for them, they're actually looking for new young people to um, volunteer with them from September till uh, next year. So if, if 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 you're having a gap year or you know somebody who is or you've deferred your university entry, what a wonderful way of spending a year. Uh, it's an exciting time um, for people. It was so good yesterday to see some of my former pupils uh, getting their um, results, going to the universities of their choice, and that sort of thing. Um, one of my uh, one of my uh, ex pupils who absolutely loves Walsingham, uh, Robbie's got uh, four four A stars. So well, well done. I'm going to tell him to listen. Well done, Robbie. But I mean, yeah. Um, do, where, is he, where is he going to now? Uh, I can't remember the university he's going to. I, I think he's going to do uh, economics. But um, uh, and also one of the pupils I prepared for confirmation. He's also got four A stars. So uh, well done, Chris. Um, um, but um, you know. Volunteering, if you're taking a gap year, make it a positive gap year. Having a gap year and just uh, sitting around, uh, yeah, okay, it's fine. Get it, it, it's very instructive to get a job, you know, um, uh, waitress or whatever. I know people have done that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Work experience is, is uh, uh, very important. But if you are um, a Catholic young person, um, volunteering with Ignite, you wouldn't regret it. They're wonderful people. You would meet so many people over the year. Uh, and who knows, your vocation, not necessarily to the priesthood or religious life, but uh, uh, to a vocation to be uh, an active um, Catholic Christian in the world. Mm. Yeah, it'd be a great thing to do. And there's such a bunch of lively people. Oh, gosh, yes. It's it's not it's not all it's not all prayers. A lot of activity and a lot of events. A lot of driving, Kieran. You know. Yes. They, yes. They have a band that drive up and down that whole whole of East Anglia. Now, I think if we're in luck, we might have um, Sarah Taylor next. Um, oh no 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 no! We've got more. <laughs> we've got, oh, we've more. got even more from the, right. we've got from the England's Way team. We've got Hamish, who oh, is oh. one of the help leaders for ignite and then with them they've got some sisters that were on england's oh, way yeah brilliant brilliant can't wait so hamish um you've just completed the walk Yes. Um, tell us about it. Well, it uh, it started where um, every year we, as a, as a Dutch news service, always do a pilgrimage. As a what? Diocese? As, as a, so I work for the diocese as um, director of youth service, so I run oh, okay. the youth stuff for the Diocese of East Anglia. With Kieran. With Kieran, mm-hmm. um, who works with me. 
and every year we do some sort of pilgrimage. Um, every few years, that's World Youth Day, which um, is a big thing when the Pope invites people from all over the world to join him. Um, and yeah, there's sort of millions of people go to that. So that's a big thing every few years. In between then, we do things like Teze, Camino in Spain. Oh, you do that? Um, we've done that. Uh, Northern Saints, which was sort of York, um, ending up uh, Holy Island, Iona, that kind of thing. Um, that must have been fabulous. That was amazing. We wish we'd done it for longer because we were kind of whistle yes. stop tour. But Did you have mass there? Did you get someone to say Yes, that? yeah, we had a priest with us and we had mass, mass every day on that. Um, so anyway, we, we were presented with a challenge this year because of um, COVID. Um, what do we do um, for our pilgrimage this year? Um, we, sadly, we, we were going to go to Malta last year because it was, you might remember, it was the year of the word. And of course, St. Paul, um, oh, yes. a great writer, um, was shipwrecked off Malta. So we, that was our thing last year. But we, so we was had Odysseus. Sorry? So, so was Odysseus. Oh, okay. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we, we would have probably learned that had we gone. <laughs> So we, we had to shelve those plans last year, but we were determined to go to do something this year. Um, and then we heard that Reggie and Maria were um, planning on doing a pilgrimage to Walsingham, and we'd pretty much concluded that the best thing to do, without to do the, the most obvious place to go on pilgrimage without going abroad, which would be close to home, so if people had to be uh, taken back and had to isolate or anything like that, because when we had to start planning it, we were still in lockdowns and stuff, and we didn't know what the future was going to be. The most obvious place was Walsingham, and Reggie yeah. Maria were doing. And that's where, is that where Charles comes in, Charles Wilson? That's where Charles comes and in. And he yeah. is right behind me now. <laughs> so, so you were the mover and shaker. You got it well, going, Charles. As, as you remember, Di, we came here in October in the rain, and we did. Uh, so we did a pilgrimage, and the six of us sat in the uh, at the end of it, and. Uh, they, they all thought, actually, we need to bring young people here. Mm. And so, because it was going to be the new dawn starting next week, um, we decided this week would be the ideal to, to try and get um, some youngsters across. So then we got in touch with it, with Hamish and Ignite and put the two together and uh, planned this yeah. crazy adventure, which has been fantastic. And, you yeah. know, we've been blessed by... By some of the people who have who have come, you know, two of uh, whom are right here in yes. front of me. So, um, tell me your names, please. Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, Marie Therese. And you've you've done the walk. Yeah, too. yeah, we did the walk. And and I keep being told we can't find you because <laughs> you're always in church praying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Where, where do you come from? What parish do you come from? Um, Our Lady of the Rosary in Brixton. In London? Yeah. Oh gosh, you've come a long way. Do, um, how, is this your first time in Walsingham? No, no, my parents moved up here like two months ago, so oh, I've been visiting wonderful. So, Moved up to where? Um, Swatham. Oh, um, what a wonderful <laughs> part of the country to live. Yes. And, and um, how, you know, do you have a devotion to Our Lady of Walsingham? Have you been grabbed by the holiness of this place? Um, wow, what a question. Um, I guess you could say in some ways yes. Yes. Yeah still growing yes, um, yes. never never ending of course um, yes. but yeah I've really I really did enjoy the well maybe not enjoy but <laughs> I did I did find the walk really um, spiritually like invigorating yeah so how far did you walk um, the whole lot from Ely no I think 70 miles <sighs> wow. 70 70 is that 70 yes yeah <sighs> 
But we did we did go in the car for a couple of miles, so let's just say sixty eight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was, uh, pretty impressive. And are you still at school or university? Or uh, I am at university, yes. What are you studying? I'm studying law. At which university? Queen Mary in Myland. Uh, and have you discovered the chaplaincy there or do you go to Mass in London? Um, well, because of Covid, not the chaplaincy, no, no. but um, I am a member of the Catholic Society there. Good, excellent, that's lovely. Yes. Let's, let's hear your story. <laughs> My story? Yes, what's your name? Marie Therese. So have, have you had that similar experience of just topping up on the Lord's good graces? <laughs> um, yeah, you could say that. Um, I think this pilgrimage was really, uh, yeah, as she said, enlightening. Um, Your and sisters? Yeah, yes, we're twin yes. sisters, actually, um, although we don't look it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it was a good experience, and it's one where you see, it's humbling, because you see that you can't do 70 miles without <laughs> without Mary. You can't do it. No, um, no. And we sung the rosary. And, um, oh, you sung the rosary? Yeah, we sung the rosary. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carrying the statue. Of Our Lady of Austria. We carried her all the way. Yeah. Oh, you are good. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Who carried? Did you all take turns yeah, and carry yeah, her? Yeah, we all took turns. How big is yeah. it? Um, it's just a smallish. Oh, a small yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still enough, though. Yeah. It was quite heavy after a while. And you've been before as well to Walsingham? Yeah, 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 we've been to Walsingham a and few times. Do you find it an excitement when you feel you're almost here? You say, here we are again. Do you feel that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the chapel, the slipper chapel is amazing to pray. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you really feel like your your intentions will be answered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it's beautiful. Yeah. You know it used to be a cow shed. A cow shed, yeah, I had that recently you today, actually. Your message to young listeners, young people to come to Walsingham, what would you say, but to, you know, if you could tell them? Um, I would say come here and pray the rosary because that's what got through us. That's what um, got us through the pilgrimage, yes. all the walking and all the hardship. <laughs> there was the Our Lady uh, saying the rosary. But you look remarkably well on it. You should have seen them last night. Was, yeah, I, one I, of them was shivering uncontrollably. Yeah, with yeah. Hypothermia. We're well, not quite hypothermia. If I'd walked 68 miles, I'd be on the floor. <laughs> that's that's how fantastic. You know, that's how you know that it was the angels. Yes, I know, absolutely. It's so Thank wonderful you. to talk to you. But Thank what are you, you so doing, much. by the way? You're, Me, you're, um, you're, 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 your sister's at university, what are you doing? Yeah, so we're at the same university. Yeah, and what um, are you Queen studying? Mary, so I'm studying biomedical science. Right, oh. excellent. Yeah. Do you want to be a doctor? or Not particularly. No, no. no <laughs> I'm no. not sure yet, but I'm pretty sure I don't want to be a doctor. And, and you've joined Catholic Society? Yeah, yeah, we're actually on the committee now. Are you? So oh, good gracious. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, you must get the Catholic to come for pilgrimage. Yeah, we could organise something. I don't know, absolutely. When I was at university, I, I organised the university pilgrimage. Yeah. Let's hear what your friend has to say. Yeah. More than friend. More than friend. I am her... No, <laughs> I'm their elder sister. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your name? My name is Josephine. Yeah. And um, so, are your experiences? Would you, were you all in the same tent when you were camping? Yeah. yeah it was a huge and you didn't have a row. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the cooking? Yeah. How did you sort that out? Uh, we just need, I think because we're quite. Food. Yeah, we bought food. Oh, you bought yeah. food and then ate it in the tent. Yeah. yeah. 
or outside the tent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just in communion but with everyone. Then there. Did, wasn't there a place in Swaffham where the, it was already pitched? You didn't have to pitch the tent one night. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What was that? I didn't quite understand. It, oh, it was in the school, Sacred Heart School, in the sports hall. So oh, just, oh, right. So the priest just let you come down. Yeah, Sister Francis. Yeah. Sister Francis. Yeah. Sorry. Sister Francis. Sorry. Yeah. Sister Francis. Yes, I'm, I heard Danny she did great things. Oh, yeah. come here, Danny. <laughs> So, how did you take it in turns to carry the statue? Uh, there's a general way, so when, it, when someone tapped out, someone else would just step in. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a natural thing, there wasn't really any communication. Everyone sort of instinctively knew when anyone else heard enough. Did you ever think, oh, it's, gonna, it's not glued to the thing, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's wet. Well, didn't it wobble about? Um, no, I'd be terrified on One that walk. One or two near misses, I certainly said. Yes. When you um, uh, went under trees or something, yeah, that was yeah. a bit of an issue. When there's a low bridge with bambles and you had to sort of do weird statue parkour. <laughs> and you've got your rosary with you. Did you, did you, you all prayed the rosary, didn't you, on the journey? Um, yeah, three or four times. Yeah, yeah? And what do you do? Where, where, a day. Uh, where, 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 are you, where are you based? Um, I'm Cambridge way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, university or working? Or? Uh, I'm a gamekeeper. Oh, splendid. All oh, right, okay. Oh, where? Where? Uh, six Mile Bottom. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Goodness, you must so. have a lot of time to think. Uh, some might say too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And is this your first time in Walsingham? Uh, it's my first time on any sort of pilgrimage. Right, okay. Uh, and are you a church girl in Orrea? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. As recently. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think what's um, uh, coming on pilgrimage has given you insight into your faith? Um, I think it's definitely done a lot for me. Like, yeah, good. Um, yeah, I had my first confession on the way over here, which yeah, is yeah. I don't think I would have done if I wasn't on a pilgrimage. No, no, no. Oh, was that with the priest who you were walking with? Father Peter. He yeah. must be wonderful to go to confession. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd, be a, it'd be a chat. It, yes. it was more of a conversation <laughs> than a confession, but that's sort of what I needed. I was quite yeah, yeah. Confession. Well, confession can be, yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I, that's what I always think if you, you know, if you just want a real talk about your faith, just go to a good priest <laughs> and get it off your chest. Well, you must have that at the chaplaincy. I don't Going to confession at the chaplaincy must be your chaplaincy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure we will have that next year. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is there a chaplain appointed? Is yes. There, there is. Yes. yes. Well, well done, all of you. I bet you'd longing to get... Are you all heading home now? Um, I think there's a couple of activities left. And yeah. Then, and then yeah. And then you go. Well, it's a great witness. As someone who's fairly new to faith, have you got a message for other young people having been here? Um, don't get disheartened. Like you go in there, yeah. everyone knows what they're doing, and you feel a bit left out. But if you stick with it long enough, you'll be fine. Absolutely. Yes. It sort of draws people in, doesn't it? Draw me in. Good. I'm so pleased. It's lovely to meet you all. It really is. Thank you so much. Heavens, that was humbling talking to that young man. Absolutely, wasn't it? He was so, so... Um, he was so quiet, but when when he did speak, he was incredibly powerful. Yes, and uh, he'd got a great deal out of the pilgrimage, being with the others. And um, you know, I, I think the confession that he made, and obviously wasn't well, obviously he didn't talk about details and wouldn't want them. But um, 
you know, the 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 effect of being on uh, making his confession on the walk on pilgrimage, I think, was something very meaningful to him because, you know, as we've said before, pilgrimage is uh, a, a kind of parable of our journey in life. Our life is a pilgrimage to God, mm-hmm. and on it uh, we sin, and on it we we can be forgiven. Yeah, it was incredibly moving. Um, the the um the three sisters um really bonded with that young they man. They did, didn't they? Yes. Uh, they, I mean, afterwards, um, they were praying in the in the garden together. Um, they're very impressive, those young people. Yes. And, I mean, it, it just underlines for me, I mean, I say this on social media, I think now is a wonderful time to be a Catholic, frankly. <laughs> I love it when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you know, uh, and I just wish people would be positive. On social media, people can often be negative. There's so much to be positive about if you just immerse, you, immerse yourself in the positivity. And, of course, Our Lady did that in her own life. Mm. Yes, <laughs> the best example. Absolutely. Um, we've got one, actually, we finally got Sarah Taylor, our yeah, yeah. final, final uh, testimony um, of the programme. So um, this is um, Some People Drive rather than Walk. Let's hear it. And now we've got a, a, another vibrant uh, pilgrim here, uh, Sarah Taylor, uh, who is uh, actually a patron of Radio Maria England. And uh, she was on the walking pilgrimage today. So, Sarah, after the big walk, how do you feel? Hello. Well, I have to admit that I am kind of a cheat pilgrim right. <laughs> because just... I came in my car. Oh, uh, well, it's still a pilgrimage. So yes. I'll tell you how I feel sort of like just slightly guilty compared with the people who've been walking all week, but also in awe of them. And I think it was a wonderful thing to do. And um, it's always good to be in Walsingham. It can't Absolutely. be bad. So. so why do you think it's good to be in Walsingham? What would you say to young people out there listening in? Why should they come to Walsingham? Oh, come and see, come and see. Um, Walsingham is, is wonderful. And especially as an English Catholic, I mean for all Catholics from around the world, but I feel it as an English Catholic, it's a part of our heritage oh, because yeah. Our Lady gave us this pilgrimage site um, so many hundreds of years yep. ago. She yep. gave it for the whole world, but she especially gave it for England and for yes. England to give to the world. And, um, you know, even though Henry VIII and so many people tried to abolish it, oh, but terrible. you can't abolish the Holy Spirit. No, 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 indeed. So here indeed we are. Yeah. And it's it's a great witness to the incarnation. As you, we remember Jesus, at the Holy House at Nazareth, where, where Jesus was brought up. Yes. Yes, that's right. And I always find, I've come several times to Walsingham in a kind of an impromptu way, just thinking, oh, there's a free day, let's let's go, or because a visitor has come. And so many times you come here and you just meet some amazing yes. people because... Well, you like know, I've met all of you, I, I, I've met all of you, and I think, you know, I, I'm inspired, I really am, I'm genuine. Yeah. And, and um, uh, how often do you come? Um, not as often as I would like. 
let's say I'm I'm I live in Cambridge, so you can do it in a day. Yes, yes. And I come usually maybe twice in a year, but I want I want yeah. that to be different now. I want to come more. You want to come yeah. come come more often. Yeah. Um, and and of course you you have another connection with Radio Maria in that uh, you go to Mass at Blackfriars. I do sometimes. Yes. And and yes. Uh, uh, for our listeners. Uh, the Mass at Blackfriars Daily is transmitted in the morning uh, and also Vespers at 6.30. Yes. So that's a wonderful connection for Radio Maria. Yes. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. Well, that's all our testimonies for this week. Um, but please join us next week with testimonies again from Walsingham, live on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. We hope we'll have lots more testimonies from this year's pilgrims for you to enjoy. We're going down again this weekend. And we hope you'll be part of the show as well. Do please email us your testimony at info at radiomariaengland.uk. And we'll just finish now with a prayer. Uh, this is a prayer for all those making a journey to Walsingham by car and by coach. O great commanders of the heavenly army, we implore you, unworthy as we are, to protect us by your prayers and to keep us under the shadow of the wings of your holy, heavenly armies. We who on our knees earnestly implore you, deliver us from all dangers. O Prince of the Powers from on high, Amen. And then ask for the Holy Spirit to be upon us and upon all pilgrims. Come, Holy Spirit, as you came to Mary, recreate in our souls the likeness of Jesus, that we may become one body in his body, one blood in his blood, one heart in his heart, to be offered as a living sacrifice of love to the Father. Amen. Our Lady of Walsingham, pray for us. Pray for us. See you in Walsingham, Robert. Absolutely. Yes, thank you, Diane. All right. Bye.